Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, your data is at risk. And the worst part is you didn't even know why. Most people, all businesses, all government agencies are digital hoarders. And it's our job to go out there and to help them clean it up. So we're kind of like those folks that find the, the, you know, the hidden cats underneath the stacks of newspaper, except in, in the digital realm. There's a danger lurking for your business in a surprising place. Do you know what's hiding in your data? As the data capital of the world, our region has a great interest in data integrity and privacy, but you'd be shocked at some of the things that businesses and government just keep lying around. Our next guest, John Francesco, is an expert on government data management, and from his current position at Active Navigation, he sees firsthand how the data you don't understand can be the data that kills you. We're going to talk today about how our desire to back up our personal data is actually a huge privacy risk, how few companies understand what data they're actually storing, and the risk they take by storing things they don't need to. John, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Well, data, what kind of data are you talking about? I guess unstructured data? So unstructured data. Think about those files you save to your desktop or the, the Word documents, the PowerPoints that your boss makes you put into a file share. So everything, so not a database that's, that's structured where you say, oh, this is where I put a social security number. Oh, oh, this is where I put uh, where somebody lives. This is just the ordinary course. I'm sending an email. I'm writing a document. I'm downloading a photo. It's everything other than that. So you you got it. So the, the real risk lies in the unstructured data. We, we've got a pretty good handle on structured data, but it's everything else that's the Wild West. And as it turns out, have you ever seen the show Hoarders? Yes. Well, most people, all businesses, all government agencies are digital hoarders. And it's our job to go out there and to help them clean it up. So we're kind of like those folks that find the, the, you know, the hidden cats underneath the stacks of newspaper, except in, in the digital realm. It's clear to me, you say we're all hoarders. It's been explained to me that we, we're almost like, a, <laughs> we're almost like digital snails. You know, we leave this trail of data behind us as we go through life, a photograph, both professionally and personally. But yet in the personal realm, for example, we just saw with MySpace just last week announcing, oh, by the way, all the information is uploaded from 2003 to 2015, gone forever. So people are being encouraged to back up their personal data all the time now. That, so there's this huge battle. And I think, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we, we, we were told, save your stuff, right? It was the ABC rule of cybersecurity. Save it the first time, save it in the second time, and then save it offsite somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, we adopted that as, as a community. And what that did was actually create a problem because in that data, there's lurking risk. And that risk is overwhelmingly PII, PHI, classified spillage in the government arena. So we have all this really high value material and we don't know where it is. So, for example, um, I write a memo to my boss, and in it I include a sentence that may be of security relevance, but it's in a non-cleared situation and nobody's thinking about it, and it's just sitting there for the Chinese to find? That's exactly what happens. I'm going to give you an example we had from a a client last week. So we we get onto the client's site, and the client tells us our security team has cleaned up this data. And we said, okay, sure. And we went out and we looked, and we found this file called Password. And by the way, this is ubiquitous. We find you this find everywhere. a file called Password. We find a file called Password. It's always somebody in IT or accounting, for the record, right? And in its Excel sheet, and in it, it has the username and password for every system they have. Well, at least it's convenient. Well, it's super convenient, because if you're a Chinese <laughs> hacker, all you have to do is search for the word password, and that. now you can crack every system that the, the agency has. We find this universally. What's worse is not only does the Chinese hacker get all the access to the systems, 
but they get access using your password and your username. So it's not really a hack. It's not really a breach from a cybersecurity perspective. It's very difficult to root that out. Why is the data leaving the network from, you know, uh, an authorized you know, it, Yeah, it's very, very difficult to, to suss that out. And we actually find these type of material universally in, in government and business. Now, what about the issue of, uh, of photographs and other documents that don't really have any textual metadata that can even be stored? I mean, how do you how do you figure out whether or not a photo is going to be compromising? Ah, that's a, that's a really great question. And the key there is, uh, are you married, John? I am. Okay, Happily, that, I want to add. That, so I, good, me too. There you go. Uh, so in my house, my, my wife has some jewelry. We don't leave it in the foyer, right? We leave it in the safe. So the key here is to understand what content you have and to make sure it's in the right place. And because unstructured data has been sort of the Wild West for the last decade, decade and a half, people don't know what jewelry they have, and they definitely don't know where it is. So that's the key. It's okay to have this material sometimes. It's not okay to not understand where it is. So how do you, without geeking out too much, how do you figure out what a, is in a, a database or, or data storage if there isn't the metadata and if there isn't the textual data? How do you find out that? Uh, this, is, the, the, this is what we do. So we're, we're committed. Active Navigation is committed to delivering the most state-of-the-art technology to this really nerdy problem. And I, yeah. I started as a GS4 records manager, so I'm a real nerd. I enjoy this stuff. I've stayed in it You're, you're smiling right now. I you am smiling. Like I love it. it. Okay. Right? That's, so what we've done is we've taken some really powerful technologies that were designed for cryptography and some of the things like SHA-256, and we've used them for this nerdy purpose of, of deriving what's good and what's bad. We do that in concert with your your SMEs at your business or your agency to, to really suss out the good stuff. I love it. Data nerves coming to save the world. I like it. So I've been told a number of times on the show, cybersecurity experts have told me the issue with protecting privacy is not new tech. It's actually getting business and government to use the tech that's already available and just practicing common sense. Do you think that's right? I think there's a lot of truth in that, right? That's so it's very difficult to compensate for a dumb user. And as it turns out, all users are dumb, myself included, right? That's so how, how, to, how to help the stupid guy not do something stupid, really, if we, if we solve that, Right. Well, I don't think we'd all be billionaires. Right. But what, what we can do is we can make it easier for the end user to not make the mistake. Uh, and that's that's the critical thing to do. So our best takeaway from today is don't keep your password files in an Excel spread, uh, spreadsheet named password. <laughs> I would say don't keep your, your password files out there. Know and be actively searching for that type of material and other risk material, and you will do the best possible job for your for your business, your agency, to keep yourself safe. Well, it was fun having you on the show today, John Confrancesco. We wish you the best with active navigation. Hey, thank you so much, and cheers. Thank you to our sponsor, the Greater Washington Board of Trade. The Greater Washington Board of Trade represents leading businesses, nonprofit organizations, and academic institutions, and has helped shape the development of our region for over 130 years. Visit boardoftrade.org to learn about how a Board of Trade membership can help your organization succeed in this rapidly changing marketplace. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two DC region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.